Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Uh, hi, Andy. How are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I want to welcome you What episode you number is this, Andy? Um, you know, surprisingly, uh, this is episode 100, episode 100. Three digits. Yeah, we um, made it. Yeah. Any, yeah, we, anybody could do this, right? I think so. If we is this, can. Is this a milestone? Um, so they say in the, the podcasting world, yes. If you get to 100, you're like a legit podcast now, right? Yes. I think we've you proven that You can get that, that Squarespace now. sponsor? Yep. Yep. They're, they're, I have a phone <clears> call <throat> scheduled with them, you know, in 30 minutes. So we got to hurry. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Okay, let's get through this. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So. To, as part of like celebrating our 100, we thought it would be a good idea. We'll have to see if it's a good idea or not as this yeah, episode, this episode progresses. <laughs> we thought we would bring on some of our um, old guests. Um, not that they're old people per se, but they are guests that have been on the show, right? They are indeed all younger than us collectively <laughs> put together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, our, our guests, we want to welcome you on the show. We're going to go through all of those guests. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call you out um, to introduce you to our audience um, again. So as I do, feel free to tell us your name, where you are currently working, and also tell us your favorite Taco Bell menu item. And if you don't have one, I don't believe you. So, so we're going to start out um, with friend of the show, Jordan Reading. So Jordan actually came on the show episode 11 to talk about imposter syndrome, as well as episode 60 to talk about um, boot camps creating effective designers. So Jordan, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I don't remember everything you said that we needed to say, but I'll I'll <laughs> do my best. <laughs> just name, just name and social security number. Well, uh, quick update: I still have imposter syndrome, so that's still a thing. <laughs> um, that's but... a good sign. Glad that's we fine. could help. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, it never goes away. So um, just off the top of my head, uh, I'm currently at Podium. Uh, been there for a couple years. Uh, my favorite Taco Bell item is the cheesy gordita crunch. I mean, is there any other? Can't item? go wrong. That's great. Can't go wrong. Uh, what else did you tell me to say? I... Th that was it. That yeah, was it? Okay. that was it. You did, you did really great. Woo! Okay, good. All right. Thank you, Jordan. So next up on the list, friend of the show, Michael Nielsen. Michael um, was from episode 42, Why Are Successful Movies and Apps Only Remakes? And episode 90 as well. <laughs> Patrick's laughing. Are You Afraid of the great Dark? Episode. Part three. Um, so great episodes. Michael, welcome back to the show. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? What up, everyone? It's Michael. <laughs> uh, those are probably two of the worst episodes, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm um, on the product management side of the house at Canopy. And favorite Taco Bell item would have to be the Grande Nachos. Um, if you remember those, they've come and gone several times. But it used to be the Nacho Bell Grande, and then they had the Grande Nacho. So. Mm -hmm. Don't know what happened to it, but that was the best $5 nacho box or whatever they call them that has been or will be. I would It'll agree with that. I, yeah. I really hope so. I have gone back trying to get that nacho box and was very disappointed when they didn't have any more. So it's almost too much food, but that's okay. You don't yeah. have to eat it all, right? 
<laughs> I wouldn't try. But you have the option to. That's the important thing. Anyway. <laughs> I have tried. I've succeeded. Good. And it doesn't feel good after, <laughs> but I, I feel like I accomplished something. Yeah. You've done something important, right? You've given back to the world. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> So next up on the list, uh, we have Nick Bluth. Uh, so Nick actually came from episode one, the first episode of Design Munch. So it's very, very awesome thing, as well as episode nine. Um, so episode one, dark themes and visual design. Episode nine, how to deliberately practice. So great episodes as well, Nick. Do you want to um, introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm Nick, as, as you mentioned. Um, I, uh, I run mobile design at Canopy. So uh, love doing that. And uh, as far as Taco Bell, you've got to go with a, a chicken chalupa, but not just any chicken chalupa. You got to put nacho cheese on it. They used to have a menu item for the nacho chicken chalupa, and they took it away. Okay. Yeah, well, you got to is... ask for it specifically. Yeah. So you got to ask for the little cheese cup. Yeah. No, not cheese cup. Put just have it. them put it directly on the chalupa. Oh, they do it for you? Yeah, they'll do it for you. Oh. Great they, they will for Nick, at least. Yeah. Yeah. The Nick Bluth. <laughs> awesome. Um, next up, uh, we have Dane and Clark um, joined us on episode four, Learning Framer, Small Wins, and Mic Drop. Dane, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, hopefully I don't knock anything over this time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a designer over at Pluralsight, and favorite uh, item, uh, I don't know if it's on there anymore, but it was the uh, beefy Fritos burrito or something off the dollar menu. I'm a big dollar menu guy, hmm. but uh, didn't see it the last time I was there. It may just be that location, but great value. Awesome. They may have just changed the name because that sounds horrible. <laughs> you get beef, you get Fritos. What else is there? Beef, the beefy Frito burrito. Doesn't sound That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's descriptive though you know you, you know what you're getting right yeah, yeah it's no important. surprises you know exactly what you're getting <laughs> awesome, five hours you. later <laughs> so next up i have allison zubal um, who came on episode 22 how to speak up so another awesome episode allison you want to introduce yourself hey guys uh yeah i am allison i'm a designer at canopy um, favorite Taco Bell menu item. I'd probably say just like regular chips and nacho cheese. Kind of like mm. a classic. Ooh, keeping it clean. The tostada used to be a favorite. <clears throat> they got rid of it. That's just the chips and cheese. Good one. Nice. Very cool. Cheese are delicious. <laughs> they are. <laughs> that, that's. What about you guys? What are your favorite items? Hey, Hold we're on. not done, Michael. Here, come What's on, going on your horses, here? buddy. Simmer down. Goodness. Last but not least, <laughs> we have <laughs> um, uh, Allie Michael Clark. Michael has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Michael. I'll forget. Not everyone's faces show up on my screen. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Allie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we can show you how to fix that. <laughs> there should be an icon somewhere up there but yeah i'm Allie. i am also a designer at plural site sadly i don't interact with dan much there but 
we're both there and I avoid Taco Bell at most costs if I have to go there my spouse did make me try a, Dor a Doritos Locos tacos if you guys ever tried those that yeah. was who hasn't pretty disgusting but you know oh, I, I could do okay. it again if I had to <laughs> the shell I like the shell but it's like some real meat <laughs> I was I was really wanting to know what Ailey's favorite Taco Bell thing was because I'm like she's the healthiest out of all of us. <laughs> I was gonna say she's never been there, right? But you have been there. Oh yeah, I mean in high school I frequented it like every day, but I've changed my ways. <laughs> well, you are uh, better than most of us for sure. Um, and I didn't get to mention, so you joined us on episode 94. So, you know, pretty recently talking about being a UX leader on your team, another awesome episode. So, um, that's great. And Michael, you said you wanted to know what our favorite Taco Bell items are. Yeah, if it's cool. And if the timing is right now, it'd be great. <laughs> I mean, we had a whole segment we were going to talk about it, but we can just, we can just do that now. That's fine. Michael, that's yeah. fine. Just ruin that for us. <laughs> The rest of the um, hour is going to be devoted to that. <laughs> no, I, I would have to say for me, um, uh, also the Nacho Bel Grande was my favorite item. Um, that one is just just absolutely lovely. So um, it's a rough life now that it's not you know readily available, but I, I make it make it by. And Patrick, you're up. Oh, I have to answer. Um, you have to answer. Yeah. I can't. There's not a favorite. I mean they're all good right like how do you pick it's like picking a favorite child or yeah. a favorite you love band. all your children don't you <laughs> um, i think that's not that difficult but equally <laughs> um i would say uh the the um <laughs> the grilled burrito the grilled cheese burrito oh um, wait are you talking grilled stuff burrito from the history grilled... no that okay i bet that could be that could be number two the new grilled cheese burrito where they put cheese on the outside and grill it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Awesome. But I, I always go with the nacho fries box when it's available. Yeah. That's, that's solid. Good items. Um, I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of those for the most part. So pro apparently tips. you can go wrong with the Doritos Locos taco, according to Allie. <laughs> <laughs> apparently I, I think she's wrong but yeah you yeah can, you can go wrong that way. <laughs> <clears throat> awesome so um, we're gonna go ahead and jump in to some some topics so basically we have assembled in our little zoom room right now some of the best designers in the world and a pm and um, just just a PM, just a PM. <laughs> the, the best also applied to the PM too in that sentence. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we, no way. we put here. together I'm this a... Voltron of best designers with and just a PM. A PM. Here, here's why I know I'm here. I'm of Polynesian descent. And so we've made the room <laughs> a little uh, more robust. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I know why. Hey, hey, hey. Happy to be here. No, no. Um, Don't tell our audience our secrets. <laughs> um, I, th you know, there's a lot of really great like design publications that are they meticulously go every year. Um, they take the time to define what are the design trends of the next coming year, right? So 
you know, what are the really important things that designers need to know for 2021? So since we have here assembled so many great individuals, um, we, we also have a PM topic, Michael, I got a PM topic for you. But I want to talk, you know, just kind of rapid fire some of these topics. What are the what are the most important things of 2021? Okay, that designers need to be aware of. Um, so the first one, and I'm going to open this up to the entire panel. So whoever like to answer this one. Um, now that we are all work from home at the moment, what is the best below the desk attire to wear when performing a usability test? Like, you know, you're you're doing usability tests. You, you got to be really comfortable. You got to be in the right the right mindset. What are you wearing under the desk when you're not on cam? You know, the, the part that's not on camera to get that done. Hello, I always stuff under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is this a requirement? <laughs> it no, I mean, it's not a requirement to actually wear the attire. So I, I want to know from the the top designers of the world what works best for you guys. What, what's your pro tip? Heated blanket. Heated blanket. Must have a heated blanket. Must have. Boxer slippers, for sure. Yeah, slippers, socks. I do the slippers and the socks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and the heated blanket. Nice. nice and so this is a heated blanket just because your body does not can't produce enough heat under a regular blanket? Is that kind of... Yes. What, what's going on there? Okay. An artificial... Yeah, artificial heating. It's just really cold all the time. Okay. Now it's it's winter time right now. In the summer, did you use a heated blanket as well? No, it wasn't heated. It was just a regular blanket. <laughs> Switch to regular blanket in the summer. Okay. There's a dial that controls the temperature in your house. <laughs> yeah. You can call the thermostat. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, but why heat? It doesn't work. <laughs> why heat your whole house when you can just heat the portion of your body? One hundred percent. A little yeah. cold. Is it she's really having, about? She said in the summer though, she's still wearing a blanket. That's where I'm. Yeah. Is it really about heat or is it about um, feeling cozy? Yeah, yeah. I think it's about feeling cozy. I think it's about That's like the being able to drop into a nap really quickly after a meeting. <laughs> you're, you're there. You're set. Why wait no. after the meeting, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I video off. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one funny thing that I do. Like at the end of the day, I literally and people, everyone knows if they message me after five o'clock, I will respond from this place. I literally will go take a bath and like go get cozy and relax at five o'clock. And if you message me any time after that, I'm messaging you from my bathtub. <laughs> Awesome. 9.30 at night, you're still in there. <laughs> Actually, that's not untrue. <laughs> Maybe not quite that long, but like sometimes Byron in there. come in and be like, are you alive? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, you know, relaxing. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm loving this. Um, I, I really like, Allison, your, your suggestion, because after I'm doing like usability tests or like user interviews, I am so exhausted. Um, because like... Yeah, li listening is like the one of the most exhausting things you have to do, right? And so after, like, if you just have that that heated blanket ready to go and just take a nap right after, uh, that's an awesome pro tip. And Jordan, I like what you're saying as well because, um, yeah, I think getting cozy, that that should be like what 2021 is all about. Just get cozy, 
right, as a designer. Absolutely. Is that the name of this podcast? Get Getting Cozy episode, as a Designer. Episode 100, Get Cozy. Get Cozy. I love it. I just want to know what Danon is wearing right now under his desk. <laughs> right now I've got PJ pants and I'm wearing some Sperry boat shoes with no socks. I knew you had Sperry boat shoes on. I well, knew why it. did you say so? Well, because I wanted you to admit it. That's all. Done. <laughs> no, it's all, awesome. about the, all about the sweatpants though so comfy does anyone wear yeah. any actual like jeans or you know hard sided pants <laughs> like i don't even hard -sided pants. i am today uh, but i had to run some errands otherwise yeah just like shorts whatever's yeah. comfortable i wear a button up most days though so i do have shorts and a button up on like a lot of the time <laughs> and then Short, thick socks shorts and a button up do you tuck the button up into the shorts <laughs> i mean i shouldn't even show up to work if i'm not tucking in my shirt right <laughs> so, <laughs> no i've never tucked in my shirt <laughs> nick also wears a button-up shirt like every day right nick yeah you gotta present but uh, you know, wear shorts underneath, like Michael. Like yeah. underneath your jeans. <laughs> underneath your jeans. <laughs> never knew. Yeah, you go yeah, never knew. <laughs> jean shorts under your basketball shorts. That's right. You mean jorts? Are they jorts? Jorts. Jorts. Yeah. yeah. Wait, are you like uh like in Arrested Development? The the uh never Robert? nude. The never nude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, never nude. My last name's Blue. It's like I gotta <laughs> gotta live up to the expectation. Right. Middle name is Tobias. <laughs> no, it is so, not. Right. You're no, but my son's okay. middle name is George. We had an argument. My wife wanted to give that to him for his first name, but I was like, we can't name our son George Bluth. George Bluth. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Awesome. Ellie, I want to know if you've got one of those little pedal bikes under your desk. No, but I do have a Peloton. Under your desk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right under here. No, that's those really tall standing desks, right? Meetings, yeah. <laughs> have you ever taken? Have you ever taken a user call or a meeting on your Peloton? Not a user call, but definitely like stand up and and whatnot. But that's with the camera off. Yeah. Hmm. That's impressive because I can't even like stand up without losing my breath during calls. <laughs> 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 like if I'm standing straight up, I'm like, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> you're riding on a Pelotune. Good for you. Not, not like, not vigorously, just casually. Yeah, I'm saying I can't even stand, Ellie. <laughs> Any amount of exercise. I'm impressed. That's awesome. Sweet. So uh, my next uh, quick topic is actually a PM-focused topic. So, Michael, you are on deck for this one. Can the rest of us just mute and turn off? Yeah, there we go, Dana. Turn off your video. Dana off his video. Everybody else is out. Everyone leaves the room. If you guys could um, all help me out, that would be greatly appreciated. 
Yeah, Michael, you're on deck. This is this is uh yeah, you're on the spot for this one. But um, so what are the top PM trends of 2021 that oh, you know designers man. should maybe be openly dismissive about? Yeah. I think there's, there's micro see... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think we're gonna see a throwback to synergy. I think we'll have a resurgence oh, of synergy. Um We've recycled through a lot of words. <laughs> and so I think we'll probably have a nice throwback to synergy. That's my my guess. If I'm hedging think- a little bit though, I think hypothesis driven <laughs> framework will also be a big ticket 2021 item. Um, they've tried other words, theory driven, design driven. So I think hypothesis is gonna get, it's gonna have yeah. its uh, day in the sun again. Yeah. Scientific. Other than that, I think we'll probably see a lot of like pretending to know what we are talking about. That might be a major theme. <laughs> and micromanagement, we'll see a little bit of design over the shoulder. I don't know, you know, yeah. we'll see. I think that we could see those trends, a little bit of a change from what it's been recently, you know, where we're like, do your thing, we trust you, you're paid to do your job. I think we'll uh, revert. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. That's great. Yeah, I've, I've missed there, the design over the shoulder one. You were so good at that, yeah. you know, when we, we worked together, Michael. Yeah. You throw frankly, in a nice, like, back massage every once in a while. It was great. I felt like it was my duty, you know, to tell you what you're doing wrong, but then also, yeah. like, give you encouragement to do stuff right. What the heck, Michael? I never got a back massage when I worked with you. Jordan, I only had two hands and they were usually on Andy's shoulders <laughs> because we had two designers on the team. <laughs> Not a lot I could do about that. If you would have stuck around, we could have yeah. worked something out. So, sorry, Jordan. That was kind of a Michael hug. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Michael also had already visited HR at least three times that year. <laughs> <laughs> so. it, was for, it was because I was giving HR back massages too. So. <laughs> So I'm a pip. It's not actually about performance. It's more about like personality and performance improvement. <laughs> we'll see what happens. The How I Met Your Mother episode where like Barney tells Marshall he's everyone's got to be like, like what, what got type of guy are you in the office? And nobody wants to be the guy that massages everybody. Are you that guy, Michael? <laughs> I just chose to be that guy. Everything else is taken. Patrick's the funny guy, you know. <laughs> Danon was the smart guy. <laughs> Thanks for not saying tall. <laughs> so I was like, you know he what? He hates being the tall guy. Shoulder guy. That's me. What new buzzwords? Me. What new buzzwords are going to be invented this year? what I want to know by the PM team. Oh, that is a good question. Are we going to um, see new buzzwords? Can I throw one out? Micro-management? <laughs> Micro-management or something? <laughs> we'll probably just smash those words together. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You uh, I, I feel like uh, topology is going to be a big one. Marty Kagan's oh my gosh, yeah. mentions topology, right. and I've heard it probably 300 times since January 1st. So. <laughs> <laughs> topology will probably topology. hit hard that's not a real word as a side note but <laughs> probably <laughs> hit hard because marty is our messiah in the product world 
Marty Messiah, yeah, e huh? Ecosystems kind of on the way out. Mm. Topography. Yeah. I mean, what even is that? <laughs> Topology. <laughs> it's going to be a great year, guys. It's going to be great. That's great. Okay, wonderful. So I thought we could move into um, a main topic, and this is more of a serious design topic. Um, again, speaking to our wonderful panel of, of individuals here. Um, this topic was actually sent in a while ago by a friend of the show, Chelsea Nielsen. I don't know if you guys have, have met her before, but nope. um, Chelsea has sent in a really great two-part question here. Um, so the first one says, how does someone go about getting good mentorship when it's not easily provided in their workplace? And I'll throw out the second one as well so you can be thinking about this. But the second one is, how important do you think mentorship is um, not to only juniors or mid-level designers um, and or PMs, Michael, um, but anyone in this field or other fields. So I'm going to throw it out to you guys. What do you guys think in terms of those questions? Um, let me know if you need, to, need me to repeat those. But yeah, how do, how do you go about getting a good um, mentorship when it's not something that's inside of your company? What have you guys seen in your with your history? I know, like, I'll chime in first, I guess, because this actually recently happened to me. Um, I actually had somebody like just reach out to me on like, uh, on a, uh, one of those like social media channels. And literally, like, I was like, yeah, if you want to talk, like, that's great. Here's my Calendly link, schedule some time and we'll, we'll talk. And usually nine times out of 10 people don't actually follow up and schedule anything, which is always sad. But like this person actually did. And now like we're developing, like we're, we, we had a good discussion earlier and we're going to have another one. And I think it's just going to be a nice like relationship. So like, I think it really comes down to like, if you reach out to people and like you continually follow up with them, like you can develop a nice like relationship. That's not just like them telling you what to do, but it's like a friendship, right? And like you learn from them and they, they can learn from you. And uh, I think like that to me is like the biggest piece of it. Like you can reach out to anybody <laughs> on the on the interwebs. I hate using interwebs, but I did it. Somebody, I feel like somebody in this room might've said it and I, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, but, blame uh, us for that. <laughs> I'm, it's like I'm right now. <laughs> but like, if you like follow up with it, like, I think it's, I think that's the best way to do it outside of your company. Um, but I don't know. That's I'd say, but Jordan's point to be genuine as well, because that is kind of a funny thing where they reach out and say, Hey, I'd love to learn from you. It looks like you've done great things. And you do say something like, great, this is when I'm free. And then you never hear from them again. It's like, are you just looking for a job? Are you actually looking for mentorship? What are you looking for here? Because I think that's where like some of the people that I've, I've been able to um, kind of the random, you know, like didn't work with the company, reached out, ended up having a really good relationship, um, a mentor relationship. They were very, very genuine about learning the industry or honing their craft in some way. I'd say the second part of that, though, as well, or second part of just any mentor relationship is to have more than one mentor because they may be very uh, unintelligent <laughs> and you're completely 
relying on them telling you this information and it could be wrong, you know? <laughs> and so having multiple mentors, I think is pretty important. I've got a friend that just posted something about this the other day on LinkedIn where he's like, if I would have known in the moment how bad the advice was that I was getting, I would have picked a different mentor. But how do you know that? Unless you're, yeah. you know, kind of going wide range, finding a lot of different people with different backgrounds, different experiences. That would be my suggestion as well, beyond just being genuine and reaching out, as Jordan said. That's a great point, Michael. So yeah. I think another point to, to remember on that is, is to be vulnerable. I know it's often hard to go to somebody and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, or I'm uncomfortable doing this. But in order to mentorship, you need to say, you know, even if you've got some experience, like some people are just embarrassed to to go up to somebody and say, hey, can you help me with this? I don't know what I'm doing. And that's what it takes in order to, to receive that mentorship. Yeah, I love that. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Andy, you had asked also like how important is mentorship? And for me personally, that's like been a huge part of growing in my career because um, I don't know, there's things in design are changing constantly and there's so many different ways to do it. And I liked Michael's point of having multiple mentors because even though your mentors might not be unintelligent, that, that made me laugh. You might have mentors that just do things different ways as well. And so it's great to get a variety of perspectives and ways of doing research and design. So um, yeah, I think it's super important. And you can even do it just within the company as well. Um, that's something I've done at Pluralsight is just, we used to have pair design at Canopy as many of us know, and that was something that I really enjoyed and valued. And so as I've gone over to Pluralsight, I've just reached out to certain designers that I admired or respected and have kind of initiated a weekly sync to um, pair and work together on design. So that's another way to get some mentorship even within the company if it's not formally organized. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, I would only, I would argue that mentorship is only really valuable until you know more than everyone else. And at that point, you kind of get some diminishing returns. <laughs> True, yeah. yeah I'm, Which I'm Nick, Nick has achieved that, yeah. Nick, <laughs> Nick is there. <laughs> Nick would know. No way, I, I, I think <clears throat> at any stage in your career, you can receive mentorship. I mean, there's always somebody that knows more than you in, in some area or another. And mentorship can can be more like friendship and you can say, hey, what, tell me about this, teach me about this. Like Dana used to know everything about Framer. I'm sure he still does, but it's just not as popular anymore. But uh, but Dana would teach, uh, teach all of us about Framer all the time. And that was, it's, there's always people have specialties in different things and you can always learn from them and ask them questions and receive mentorship from them in those things. Yeah, I think that's very true. And I think going along the same lines, um, I don't think you need to be like a super senior designer to be a mentor. And I, I think it's also important for you to be a mentor, you know, to others, just like that example you gave, like how Danon was a really great mentor, teaching us a lot of different things that he was that he specialized in and knew about. I think you learn a lot when you are also a mentor, when you are, you know, teaching other people the things that you know, because 
to teach means you have to really know it pretty well. And so you start to realize the gaps in your knowledge and start to realize, so the things that I like, the, the way I'm doing this actually doesn't make sense as I'm actually explaining this to somebody. Um, so I think you actually become a better person when you are mentoring as well and a better designer. Um, so I, I don't think you should also, you know, just be seeking out mentorship, but you should also be mentoring as well. Um, even if you're a junior designer, I think you have the ability to mentor others. So I think, um, that's something to consider as well. I would also add to get mentors in areas that aren't just design related, like some of the soft skills or things within business. I had a mentor that just helped me with like figuring out what I, where I wanted to go with my career. And he was like a senior um, person in our company. And I was very intimidated by the experience initially, but it helped me grow a lot and just see things totally differently than I would have. And he was not a designer in any way. So another helpful, helpful tip. Wait a second, a, a non-designer was teaching you things? He was a designer. Everybody's a designer, Andy, come on. He was a okay. designer of careers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot, Patrick. I thought that one was like a, a, tw a 2019 trend that died, but I guess it's not. I guess it's back for 2021. I guess. It's, it's great. Every other year. <laughs> yeah, every odd year, I guess. So, you've been um, Allison. You've been you've been mentoring a, an associate junior designer for like the last year and a half. How's that? What have you? How has that gone? Um, it's actually been really. Um, I've probably learned more than she's learned. Um, I she's she's awesome. She's just like a sponge. She wants to take everything in. Um. And so it's been great talking with her, but she also challenges me as a designer. I mean, I've been doing this for a few years longer than her, but constantly when we go over different designs, different flows, um, user research, stuff like that, you know, we just, just the discussion that we have, we're learning from each other all the time. And I think that's just, I think that is the most important part of being a mentor as everybody's pointed out, is like, you need to also, like, you're also going to learn as well as you're going to teach. So, and I think it's the most valuable thing you can do. True. Very true. But if your mentor asks you to read a risk management book, nobody? That, that went over really well with my, with the person that, I mentor. It went over really well. She loved it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That joke went really flat. Sorry. Yeah. I tried to help. You I was I was hoping at least Danan would understand where that joke came from, where that reference is, but no. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to. Oh. <laughs> Maybe go to Hulu and just catch up on your Seinfelds, everyone. <clears throat> oh man. Seinfeld. Oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah, that I makes know. me feel bad about myself. Seinfeld's just not that funny. All you idiots should have known. What Take did you just back. say, Michael? I'll say it again. Seinfeld's just not that funny. Hey, no. <laughs> Do you know whose podcast you're on right now? How dare you, Sorry, man. Disrespectful. That's like when Ali said Taco Bell isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that actually affected me. <laughs> I've been in a sour mood ever since. Sorry. I apologize to everyone. You should boot him out of the room, Andy. Just boot him. Just boot everybody. Uh, my finger is on the just right above hovering above that trigger to boot him out. So uh, <laughs> you've been warned, Michael. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. Um, so to wrap up, um, I actually have, I have a question for Patrick. Um, this is a hard hitting question. Um, this is a question we've talked about before. Um, we had talked about this actually in episode number one. So I want to know if, if anything has changed in the last hundred episodes for Patrick. Um, so Patrick, <laughs> I'm not sure where Patrick went, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does he not keep water nearby? <laughs> I think he had Taco Bell for lunch. Sorry, I was coughing. Let me drink some. <laughs> had a grilled cheese burrito. Yeah, that's that's understandable. What has changed in a hundred episodes? Now I want to ask you a question that I wonder if the answer to this question has changed in the last hundred episodes. Ooh. So Patrick, would you rather be in a room full of 50 bees or 50 spiders? <laughs> uh, bees, hundred percent bees. Still, it's still bees. It's bees, 100%. Okay. I got stung by a bee for the first time ever this year and uh, it didn't bother me at all. I was like, okay, that's not a bad deal. So. I'm gonna go bees. Man, you're bees so for tough. 500. <laughs> you're so tough, dude. I mean, are we talking about murder hornets or are we talking about bees? I think we're just talking about bees in general, not the murder hornets. Those didn't those didn't really pan out, did they? I mean, some people who died probably don't think they <laughs> think they panned out. Are you saying like just like biologically or like? <laughs> I felt like they were like as be an a, epidemic, right? Yeah, they were going to be oh, a big gotcha, thing in gotcha. 2020, but. You know, I, I, I guess I, I don't personally know anyone that was attacked by a murder hornet, but I guess who do I know, right? Yeah. Alice in Seattle thought they were a big deal. Whoever that is. Um, no, I, I'm not going to go spiders again. You showed me that picture of spiders, that many spiders in a room. Yeah. And I still, I need, yeah, I took a lorazepam and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, I, I wanted we to check in. We should ask everybody else. That's a really good idea. Um, let's there let's are do other that. Here, Andy. I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll open it up to the room. We'll start with Nick. <laughs> Nick, bees. Your Spiders bees as well. Creatures. Okay. Okay, Danan, you're up. I think this is a trick question, and the answer is actually Taylor Swift. So. Okay. A room full of Taylor Swifts? That sounds horrible. So 50, that'd be 50 Taylor Swifts in a room. Yeah, think how fast they'd be moving. <laughs> how many songs they'd write about you. Yeah. But not till it was over, at least. Yeah. After the after she left, there'd be 50,000 songs coming out about you. That's good, too. Awesome. Because um, how fast they would be. Fifty. Did you just get that joke? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I just caught on. That's that's Dayton though, man. Every joke he ever says, it, it's like, I go home, I'm driving home from work, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so funny. Dayton, your jokes are like like a good aftertaste. You know, you don't really realize it's amazing until <laughs> until after the fact. So I appreciate oh. those. I like to think of it as the LaCroix of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're so good. That's why. 
They hit you 10 hours later. <laughs> oh, it was lemon. Oh, that did taste like flavor. strawberry. Weird. Just, just like Taco Bell. <laughs> All right, next hours. up. Next up is Allie. 50 bees, 50 spiders, or we can we can add in 50 Taylor Swifts if you really want to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that changes the game a little bit. But probably the bees. I don't, I don't think the Taylors are really an option. So the bees, because I think you could assimilate and like become one with the hive. <laughs> they hopefully they wouldn't sting you as much. Yeah. But spiders. I like, are I like how you're like, I'm going to work with these guys. <laughs> I'm going to figure out a common, a commonality between me and these bees. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just picturing you. Yeah. Uh, in alone in a room with bees and you're like, what are you trying to do to assimilate with those bees? Like, what does that look like? That... Buzz, buzz. <laughs> just like running around. I would, I would help them make honey, bring them honey, maybe <laughs> come prepared. You're getting stung 50,000 times. <laughs> oh, she's got the honey. No, I, so I, I, watched I, a, I watched a magic school bus about this recently, actually. You're supposed to just dance. Supposed and then when dance. you dance, they just assume you're one of them that's right that's how they <laughs> communicate isn't it that's what it is see i knew i knew it could happen wait, are these... that... oh. sorry go ahead i was gonna say wait are these honeybees or are they like wasp like what kind of bees are these i i would say they're they're probably honeybees um oh. the, the question that was initially brought up just said bees and I think if it were wasps, you know, or hornets, it would have probably specified that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with honeybees. So that's great. Ali, way to be a good team, team member, team worker, whatever. Um, team player, that's the word I'm looking for. Way to be a good team player. She's awesome. always trying to empathize with the bees. That's right. UX leadership, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And Allison, what about you? Uh, 100% bees. I had a nightmare when I was a child about uh, more than 50 spiders attacking me. So mm. I go with the bees. I feel like if you just kind of get into a meditative state, <laughs> like you're almost not there, the bees will just completely ignore you. Yeah, that's true. I, I think that's that's very possible. And I think I might have had that same nightmare the night after I watched Arachnophobia as a child. So. Maybe that's um, what it was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just watching that movie. <laughs> I, my little brother in my dream was eaten by a spider. So I'm a little terrified yeah. of spiders. Yeah. Yeah. No point. I feel for you. Uh, Michael Nielsen. What's up, man? <sighs> I've been giving this a lot of thought. Just tossing and turning all night. Um I don't know. Here's the thing. If one bee stings you, it sends a signal to the rest of the bees to sting you. So you would die. Is that true? Are you going to take your chances on that? Hmm. Whereas what kind of spiders are we talking? Because there aren't too many deadly spiders in the world. No, but they're scarier. <laughs> I have a scar from a spider. A, spider. a scar? Yeah. What? How big was it? Like the size of a volleyball? Oh, okay. So if we've got brown recluses, how many did you say? What, what 50. Was the number? 50. But see, the name, I mean, 
recluse. They're going to stay away from you. <laughs> so I feel like I've got free reign of the room. Whereas the bees, like they're going to try and take over, you know? So I'm going to say, I'll go with the, uh, the Taylor Swifts. I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's probably the safest of the most options, you know? Yeah. Did, did, Dana, did Miss Frizzle also say that when you're in a room with Taylor Swift to dance around? Shake no, it I off, think actually. I, yeah, shake it <laughs> shake off. It off. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Jordan, you're up next. Uh, 50 bees or 50 spiders? I don't know. This is tough because, like, technically I'm allergic to bees, but I feel like I could. Well, like, I, feel like I, I lean towards bees because I feel like I could control them by like my demeanor. Like if I'm not panicked, they won't sting me. Like, and I don't like, like swat at them, but like spiders, you can't, you don't have that kind of mind games with, right? Like, like they're just gonna like bite you. And then what happens if like you swell, like have you ever gotten bitten and like from a spider and then you, it like swells up like, and it's just gross. So I'm like, I, I feel like I gotta go with the, the bees. like. Just because I feel like I can control. We've got Jordan is going to mind control bees. Allie's going to assimilate and become one of them. What's happening, guys? If you're calm, they'll they'll be. Seen the video of the woman literally scooping hives of bees into the box. Like, I mean, she didn't get stung, so probably put smoke on them first, though. She did have that big giant mask on and the rubber hands and all that, though. No, she did. She? I don't think she did. I oh, thought she was bare, bare hands. Yeah. She just barehanded the bees. Yeah. You got to see this. It's it's incredible. Like okay. Yeah, but I, I've seen homework. people barehand spiders. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and then the thing with spiders though is they could be carrying that little sack of spiders, and then what happens if like there's more spiders? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have 50 spiders in a room, the odds of one of them having eggs, right, is pretty He high. said 50. Just, he didn't say 50 plus babies. <laughs> you stay in that room long enough, Michael, you'll have some egg, some egg sex. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the 50 bees sting you. They're all going to die at some point, right? Like if they all sting you, so they get less. I don't know about spiders. They could multiply. I don't know. I'm, I got to go with the bees. They don't die after one bite. Spiders just keep going. Yeah. Well, I feel like you could though. Like, what if you're really allergic to like something like that's I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think it's all bad. I don't want to. Yeah, very good point. Yeah, I, I think the moral is actually don't go into the room with bees, <laughs> spiders, um, and you know, for your safety, Taylor Swift. Maybe you know, too many Taylor Swifts might be too much. You know. So anyway, I mean, she is a man eater. So. <laughs> But cloning, is cloning really a thing yet? We only have one tail. I don't know. Apparently you that can assimilate with bees. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a science possible. world we're living in. <laughs> it's 2021, man. Anything can happen. <clears throat> well, that's great. Uh, so um, to wrap up, I was wondering um, if we if we wanted to talk about any, you know, any moments any design much moments that we wanted to bring up in the past 100 episodes that were that were special ones um i, I will start off I've, I've had a lot of fun with the halloween episodes um are you yeah, afraid you of the dark um always my favorite you know if i if i'm 
if I need a good scare, I'll, I'll pop one of those episodes on and I'm really enjoying myself. So just listening to myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> scares you enough. It scares me enough. Absolutely. This is your own voice. <laughs> yes. I was happy to be a part of that one. Thanks for inviting me. It was uh, the highlights of my year this year for being on the uh, <laughs> much podcast. Also had the birth of a child. Other things were like cool, but <laughs> the highlights were being on Design Much. I should probably apologize to the one guy that I said, is your wife shaped like a Rubik's Cube? If you're listening, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Wait, I haven't. What? I, I think that was in the live. That was, that was my favorite episode ever. <laughs> Just because I of was that. gonna, I was gonna say the live episode is my favorite moment so far. That was my favorite. Not necessarily for you calling that guy's wife a Rubik's cube, though. <laughs> and I apologize to that friendly fella because he didn't come after me. He just laughed and took it on the chin. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Why did you Jordan, call her? Jordan, what happened was we were talking about how ugly, unequivocally ugly the Cybertruck is. And I this remember guy that. raises his hands and he's like, no, I think it's sexy. I said, you think it's sexy? Is your wife a Rubik's Cube? And I shouldn't have said it. It came to me. I didn't filter it. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> me apologizing. Speaking of that, are you guys going to do more uh, more live episodes this year? Now that once the <coughs> coronavirus thing gets uh, in Patrick's coffin already. Once this coronavirus <laughs> thing gets uh, a little bit more He's under still control. in recovery. <laughs> you can't get it twice, right? 90 days, guys. Wait, did you have it? <laughs> yeah, this is a great talk. <laughs> Would you rather <laughs> coronavirus or murder hornet? Hornets, just murder hornets. He is in a room with Patrick after he gets over coronavirus or spiders. Which would you rather be in? <laughs> Not. I would rather be in a room with Patrick while he has coronavirus. I've been trying to go camping with him and he won't let me. So I have coronavirus. I, can't I don't even have the choice. You <laughs> won't even let me in the room. <laughs> Way to protect your friends, Patrick. I'm proud of you. So are you, the, the question stands up. Are you guys going to go back to uh, live episodes? Um, yeah, I think that's a great question. I would love to. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, so if if the world opens up to allow us to do that again, I would say yes. Um, I don't want to speak for Patrick entirely, but I would say yes. Yeah, I don't I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> it was the funnest episode we've ever done, but I don't want to do it again. I would love to do every episode live, like in front of an audience. I think it'd be I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, we need we need a studio audience with you know an applause and a laughter light yeah. that'll turn on every time we say something remotely. I mean we we could go Big Bang Theory and just get a laugh track, though, Andy. That's uh, I want to. I want a real laughter. Laugh, you know. I don't want, want that well, laugh track. Yeah. Well, because they don't say anything funny, so that's why they have a laugh track. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Four sign build. <laughs> 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 any other any other high quality moments? In design much history. I just remember the warm feelings driving to work, listening to Andy and Patrick. 
even though I'm not with you, I'm with you, you know, we're in this together. I really enjoyed that sense of camaraderie. Yeah. I want to know the last episode each one of you has listened to. Oh, we're going to, we're going to get into the accountability here. (laughs) Let me check my phone. (laughs) Unplayed. You guys remember that contract you signed, right? When, (laughs) when you came on the show that you have to listen to every single episode, at least three times. I will say if you go back and listen to the one where we talked about 80s styles being recycled, Patrick Mm -hmm. closed that show out with like, a stream of conscience that left me shaking. <laughs> like it was so spot on. I couldn't add anything to it. I think we just ended because it was so spot on. So if you want to go back and listen to like recycling designs and why designs are recycled, it was unforgettable. Yeah. I was meditating back then. Oh, look. Ali. One of my top shows on Spotify. Ooh. Nice. Did, did we make the uh, the wrapped? Did we make your wrapped at the end of the year? I think so. Oh. And it's probably not because I switched to listening to podcasts on Spotify. And- <laughs> 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 that doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> the last episode well, I listened to was the one with Allie. It was a phenomenal episode too. Oh. Yeah, I like that one. To be honest, that's the only one I've ever listened to. <laughs> I just have it on a re- repeat. Again, I'll ask, what is this for? <laughs> what was really, this? You're not missing much. That's really the highlight right there. Actively listen to them, or do you just put them on in the background and let it play? Because let's be real, that's the best way to listen to a podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's how we all do it. Yeah. yeah. I come for the intro. Driving. Yeah, bling, 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 bling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got to ask you then. I got to ask you then. We, we're thinking about changing the music. Is that going to, how, how will that affect you guys? Oh, don't do it. No, you can't do that to us. I love the intro. Yeah. The, but the bling, 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 <laughs> and then Andy coming in with that sultry, smooth voice. Oh, man. But technically, we're not allowed to use that intro. <laughs> you should switch it up. <laughs> Like a vanilla ice and just add a little ting in there and it's fine like yeah just like an extra beat or something yeah, yeah. A little yeah under dmca rules i think it says add a ting and you'll be fine flattered though that you guys used a different intro song for my episode than you did for the other episodes we've used a different yeah we've used a different uh We've tried different songs because we haven't had free ones, free to use ones. So I'm going to throw this out there. What if you bought the song? Are you getting all these on Kazaa? There's the PM my, coming uh, in with the solutions. There he is. <laughs> just yeah. going to toss it out let's, there. Let us think about the how, all right? You just think about <laughs> yeah, the problems. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Solving problems. Energy, <laughs> if you will. What if you guys just, uh, no. I mean, we can pay for the song, but we can't still, like, they have to be, we have to have rights to use them commercially. So I got a new, I got a new song for you guys. Let's hear it. Are you going to play it? No, I'm not going to play it. 
You should. You're going to have to wait till the beginning of this episode. (laughs) Just when you go back in time and listen to this episode, you'll hear it. It was at the beginning. But I want to hear it now. (laughs) What if we don't like it? This could ruin my my history, my my listening streak. If you don't like it, Allie, we'll change it. Thanks. Okay, hold on. We're going to do this. This feels like when Michael left the office. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Michael Nelson uh, when he left the office? Every day yeah, when, yeah, Michael like when I leave that... the office. <laughs> when I walk out of the office, everyone's like, oh, that's how it feels. A collective groan. Will you still be doing the intro, though, or are we switching that up? Hey, can you? Here. <laughs> preview. This is a preview for you, but you've already listened to it because it was the beginning of the episode. Remember that. Design much with Andy and Patrick. Okay. That was perfect. Yeah. Sounds better the second time. Sounds better the second time. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of the show, I wasn't so sure. <laughs> Very poppy. <laughs> so poppy of you. I can live with it. It'll, yeah, it'll grow on me, I think. And we all have a lot of say in what you guys end up doing. So. This is the this is the uh, this is the committee right here. Yeah, I guess designed by committee. Awesome. Well, guys, this has been awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming and uh, sharing your thoughts and your time. We appreciate you. Episode one hundred. Congrats. I never thought you'd make it. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. Yay! Entry. Thanks for listening to the pod. Real quick before you take off, we need your topics. Shoot an email to topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org slash contact and fill out the form. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, go ahead and share the pod with some friends, coworkers, your weird aunt, that guy who takes your money every morning at the McDonald's, your hamster, really just whoever you want to. Lastly, go grab a Design Much t-shirt at designmuch.threadless.com and wear it freaking proudly. That's it, guys. Now have a good week, design nerds.